Life isn't about avoiding the bruises. It's about collecting the scars to prove that we showed up for it. Join Nikki Seberini for the next hour as she explores heroism through illness. There is a warrior inside each of us. This is LifeLinks with the DL Link. LifeLinks is a funding initiative of the DL Link. Joe Rust, who is a top female solo adventurer, is extraordinary. In 2013, she set the record as the first solo woman in history to circumnavigate the African continent on a motorcycle. Um, so she covered 45,000 kilometers. Um, she went through 28 countries and it took a year to do. Um, and the initial idea was actually to do it on a bicycle. And because I think Joe fell in love with cycling when she was staying on a kibbutz in Israel. Um, and, uh, she wanted to do a whole lot of her trips on a bicycle. She actually cycled from Joburg to Cape Town, um, alone in 2008 and then the whole of South Africa in 2011. Then, of course, she wanted to do Africa, but, um, I know that she had a problem in Angola with people stealing her bike. Um, and so she returned in 2013 with a motorcycle. And, you know, when you hear the story about Joe, you just think of an incredible, confident, strong, person um, because I certainly couldn't do it on my own. I mean, I, I think of so many fears of being alone and all the dangers and Joe did it. But she's overcome a lot in her life. And so we have the facade, you know, as I said, we all put on the facade and, and, and we think that people are that. And sometimes there's a lot more going on, uh, beside, behind the surface of that. Um, and so Joe, with, with everything that she's achieved, uh, fought very hard because of, um, an upbringing that was pretty challenging. But I'm not going to tell you anymore because Joe is on the line and she's going to be sharing more with us. Joe, welcome and thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thanks so much for having me. Wow, wow, wow. So you've achieved so much. And I, I, I always love to speak to people who go beyond a comfort zone and push themselves. And we have a picture that, you know, that's how you always were. And that's the kind of person you always, uh, uh, that you've always been. But maybe you could take us a little bit back before we go to about the, the, the adventures, Joe. I know that you struggled with depression um, from a young age, um, panic attacks, um, social anxiety from the age of seven yeah. maybe you can just um fill us in a little bit yes um so basically mental illness is something that I have struggled with pretty much all my life <laughs> like mm-hmm. I said uh or like you said so since the age of seven I struggled from severe social anxiety uh to the point where I was that kind of person who could not walk into a supermarket without having a full-on panic attack and um then from about the age of 10, that related into depression. Um, and then that related into chronic suicidality. And later on in life, um, I then realized it was as a result of difficulties that I had gone through in my childhood that added up to complex uh, trauma, PTSD. So it's uh, it's been a whole lot of stuff <laughs> that I've had mm. to work through over the years mm. definitely so wow and yeah. and so and so part of the journey is manifesting in in being this person who breaks records and um is fearless and motivated to push yourself so that's the impression that we get was that i mean is that something that you did very consciously to work through any fears that you were experiencing was it something just happened or that it happened organically 
early in your life? Maybe you can talk us through that. I think it's a bit of both because at the time that I was growing up, you know, talking about mental illness and going to see a therapist like a psychologist was an option that was not available to me, you know, really? because of the stigmatization around mental illness. Um, I also grew up in a family where that was a topic that was not to be talked about. So I had to literally become my own therapist. And I always tell this story and people laugh at me. <laughs> I figured out, okay, well, I need to figure out how to deal with these issues that I have and these difficulties that I have. And so the first thing I did, I used to suffer from severe claustrophobia. So what I would do as a young girl, and I'm talking about, you know, age six, seven, eight, thereabouts, I would literally lock myself in my closet so so I could learn how to calm myself down, how to calm down my breathing and how to control my thinking around what is actually happening in a rational way. Um, and that's, you know, then it related into later on in life, um, dealing with my severe social phobia. I faced that by taking on a job as a cashier in the, you know, the one place I feared most at the supermarket when I was 14 years old. So I was forced to have to face that fear the whole time. Uh, Did it work that- facing the fear, by the way? It did. Yes, it did. I mean, now I know that it's, um, you know, a very known type of therapy. It's just confrontation therapy. And I, although I didn't know that was what I was doing, um, you know, going around Africa was basically one very large, long therapy session in essence. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, you know, it was conscious. Um, It was, I wanted to try and figure out, I've always had this innate need to understand why things work the way they do. And so it was my way of trying to figure out why I react the way I do to certain um, situations and certain environments. I mean, to be on your own, cycling through Africa, you're putting up a tent on your own, you're I mean, cycling through a desert, I'm, I would be worrying about what happens if I run out of fuel or if the motorbike starts, <laughs> stops working. But clearly, you know, for you, you want to put yourself in, you know, right there in front of your greatest fears and find a way of overcoming it. Was it scary a year on your own in Africa? <laughs> yeah, the first question people always ask me is, weren't you scared? And I always say every single day. Yes, I was. I was petrified every single day. But that was the point of it. Um, The reason why I took on the journey around Africa was to fight against my suicidality. So it was my way of fighting against um, wanting to take my own life. And at the time, I never told people that that was the reason for it because, well, number one, like I said, the stigmatization. And secondly, because I I didn't feel like people would take me seriously. Mm. So every single day faced with the challenge that the, the, and maybe I don't want to put words in your mouth, but my understanding of what you've said is that being in such a, an uncomfortable, scary place, what would come up for you is this desire to live, this desire to survive, right? Is that, is that kind of what you're saying? This 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it was learning. Incredible. It was learning how to overcome all these um, fears and, um, you know, things that I struggled with emotionally and mentally, so that I could live a full life. You know, I know that you've offered incredible tours uh, around the country. People from all over the world have come to cycle, and you've been able to um, show them our beautiful country. Um, but you've you've shifted slightly because you you now um help people you're a coach you've got an ngo for mental health life hacks tell us a little bit about that and how you move from being in the motorcycle environment to to wanting to help others yeah exactly um so after i finished my trip around africa you know my life became all about motorcycles which i never really planned <laughs> it just um turned out that way and i started my own company doing tours and training giving off-road training um but 3 years ago i had a an experience um you know people i always say to people the going around africa wasn't like a magic pill it wasn't I, I went around Africa and all of a sudden I was cured. Right. It was part of the journey. And so three years ago, um, you know, I, I still struggled with many of the struggles I had then. And I found myself in a position where I had, um, tried to commit suicide and was very nearly successful. And that experience taught me a couple of things. It made me realize a number of things is number one, um, when I came out of that, I worked with an amazing team um, of therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. And I had this amazing psychiatrist um, and he was always very candid with me. And I realized that when I went into a, a psychiatric facility where they teach you, you know, equip you with tools on how to deal with um, different mental illnesses, I thought to myself, this is the kind of information that everyone should have access to, you know, because we're not taught this at school. We're not taught how to regulate our emotions or about mm. interpersonal effectiveness or, you know, these coping mechanisms um, that we can use when we are in distress. And it started, um, I started realizing this is something that I would really like to get involved in. And then I one day jokingly made a comment to my doctor and I said to him, you know what, maybe I'll just become a psychiatrist. And he looked up at me and he said to me, I think you'd make a very good psychiatrist. And I thought, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. If your psychiatrist tells you, you would make a good psychiatrist. <laughs> but, um, and that that's kind of where I realized that was the day I realized this is my actual purpose in life. And I went straight from there into becoming a volunteer um, suicide prevention counselor for SADAC, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. And then I started studying fervently as much as I could, um, mostly online courses um, through universities in the States and locally and in the UK. Um, and now I'm at the point where I have decided that this is the route that I am taking. Um, so I am currently a mental health coach. I provide online coaching for people in need. And I have a online course that I also um, offer on my website. And the the big goal is to apply to medical school. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing, Joe, because I know you always wanted to be a scientist. So you've definitely got the leaning. Well, 
that's amazing. I think it's, it's so inspiring on many levels. I think with people with COVID and they talk about pivoting and reinventing yourself. I mean, you're a walking, talking example of that. You'll become uh, Doc Rust soon. <laughs> um, but that's amazing, Joe. So for people who are interested, who want to reach out, who want to find out more, you said you've come up with these hacks. Um, how can they reach you? But absolutely. People can have a look at my website. So I'm always uploading articles and free ebooks that people can download. Download and it's very easy. It's joerust.com. J-O-R-U-S-T.com. Fantastic, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, thanks for sharing your story. And um, we really do appreciate it and do take care and all the best with the becoming a doctor. Hopefully, we'll <laughs> thank the you good so news, much. The good news in a few years' time. Take care, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me.